Welcome to Grant and Hope's podcast, where we explore themes around the prophetic and the supernatural. As staff at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, we desire to equip the saints for the work of ministry in the power of God. Hey guys, we're looking at the nine manifestation gifts of the Spirit. I am excited about today. We're going to be talking about the interpretation of tongues. And the interpretation of tongues is one of the, the gifts of speech that say something, so it's very closely linked with gifts of tongues and gifts of prophecy. Uh, Hope and I, we are called to focus on equipping of the saints for the supernatural work of ministry. So we want to help uh, believers everywhere experience His presence in greater measures and help them hear His voice more clearly. And you'll come to find, if you meet me and talk with me for any period of time, you'll find out that I am a continuationist who not only believes in the nine manifestation gifts of the Spirit, but I regularly pursue them and practice them, the full range of the spiritual gifts. And, you know, I think it's important to note uh, when we're talking about the nine gifts of the Spirit, when Paul exhorts us to all earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, he means all spiritual gifts, not just tons, not just interpretation of tons, or not just prophecy or healing or miracles. And some gifts may seem more overtly miraculous while others seem mundane, but nowhere in the New Testament does is there a, a value of this gift's better than that gift or this gift is distinctive because it's better than this. We're commanded to seek them all. And I believe that a major call in my life is to be used by the Holy Spirit to help activate the His gifts in people and pray for people to be filled and baptized in the Holy Spirit. So... To start off this time of interpretation of tons, let's begin with a quick refresher from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 and 8. It reads as follows. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But the one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to, to each one individually as he wills. And when we're talking about these nine manifestation gifts, I can't emphasize this enough. We're talking about something completely supernatural. This isn't something that you're born with in your personality. It's not something like a natural talent, but these are endowments from the Holy Spirit, from His presence, from His power, and these are given for the edification of the saints, for the profit of others, for the helping of others, the upbuilding of others. These are tools, they're not just toys for our enjoyment. And let's get into what is the gift of interpretation of tongues. Well, the gift of interpretation of tongues is used to explain the meaning of the message given in tongues, so that in all the church may be edified and helped. So the interpretation of tons is given the sum and substance in your own language of what of what you have just spoken in tons or what someone else has just spoken in tons. So the one speaking should pray that there should be interpretation. According to 1 Corinthians 14 verse 13, only one should interpret the message at one time. No more than three messages may be given in any one service. That's according to 1 Corinthians 14. And let me just share just a recent testimony of interpretation of tons. Uh, I was in 
uh, prophecy training several months back where I, I, I led an activation where I had the whole room, it was probably like 40 people or so, all praying in the spirit. I was like, okay, we're going to pray in the spirit for five minutes. Everyone, let's pray. Let's pray. So everyone's just, they just, everyone's just praying in the spirit. And after we finished that activation time, uh, I had uh, a lady raise her hand and say, I need to share something. And she's like, as we're praying the spirit, she was pointing at this Brazilian girl it, so this particular lady was uh, from from a Korean background, so she knows Korean, she speaks Korean, also speaks English, obviously. But she said as she was listening to this Brazilian girl, this girl from Brazil who was there praying in the spirit, she heard that that Brazilian girl pray in her own native Korean dialect, I just want to know your heart. I just want to know your heart. Lord, I want to know your heart. So... What's interesting is that the Brazilian girl was praying in the spirit. She was praying in tons, just like how we, how I was just demonstrating. But when she was praying in tons, it was actually in that other ladies, the Korean ladies' native language of Korean and, and saying, I want to know your heart. So that's a recent example of interpretation of tons. But more commonly, I find that this manifestation happens with my own, in my own life of the more I pray in the Spirit, the more I feel the Holy Spirit's ideas and thoughts and scriptures and understanding. It's almost like a dimmer light. Like the more I pray in tongues, imagine turning a volume knob or a light knob, a, a dimmer light. The more I pray in tongues, the more is illuminated in my heart and my mind. And I get more understanding as I pray in tongues. Not always, but there seems to be a threshold that you can reach it could be five minutes it could be 20 minutes it could be two hours but sometimes you just ride this wave of the Holy Spirit and understanding comes revelation comes blueprints come ideas come that I didn't have access to before and I would say that that's also an expression of interpretation of tons but before we go deeper into this let's talk about defining the interpretation of tons so Interpretation of tons is the gift of rendering the transrational but not irrational message of the Spirit meaningful to others when exercised in public. It is not the translation of a foreign language. Note, none of the gifts require a public setting, although each may and should be welcomed in corporate gatherings. Interpretation of tons is interpretation of God's burden, not only a translation of a language. So the interpretation of tons is a supernatural power to reveal the meaning of tons. It functions not as an operation of the mind of man, but as from the mind of the spirit. It does not serve as a translation such as an interpretation. Interpreter never understands the ton he is interpreting, but rather is a declaration of the meaning of what was just spoken in tons. It is exercised as a miraculous and supernatural phenomenon as are the gift of speaking in tongues and the gift of prophecy. So the gift, the ability to speak in different kinds of tongues appears to have been a special form of speech when the person uttering the words did not know what they meant unless they also had the gift of interpretation. So some have interpreted this from Acts chapter 2 where tongues seems to be mean speaking in a foreign language and it's difficult to see this here whereas in Acts 2 the characteristic is like in 
being intelligible to understand. But in Acts four first first sorry in Act, in First Corinthians chapter fourteen, the characteristic of tongues is unintelligible. So without the gift of interpretation, the speaker in tongues is to speak to himself and to God alone, which is a strange way to treat one of the world's recognized languages. So this gift whereby one might readily be understood by others, there's one in which they did not even understand themselves. So utterances in no known language, but under the influence of the Spirit seems to be Paul's meaning in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. The interpretation of tons is added as a gift that makes this unknown tons intelligible and understood. So interpretation of tons is the person with this gift translates the utterance spoken in a ton so that other people can understand the language or the meaning. So interpretation of tons is a gift that always operates together with a public message given in tons. It is a supernatural ability to understand the message and to proclaim it in a language understood by the listeners so that they can all be built up by it. It is not a direct translation, but it, rather it is an interpretation of what was said and spoken in tons. Paul teaches, if any speak in a ton, let there be only two or three at most in each in turn and let someone interpret. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 27, the one who interprets may be the same person who spoke in tons, or it may be someone else. The message in tons may even be in the form of a song. It may be interpreted by someone in an interpretation that is itself sung. When an interpretation comes forth, it is a kind of prophecy in that same sense, that it builds up others. Why then did there need to be a message in tons in the first place? A message in tons can have a powerful effect on the listeners. It speaks to the heart rather than to the mind, and it focuses the attention on the Lord's majesty and his transcendence. The interpretation that follows then has greater impact. So, the interpretation of tons is interpreting or given the sum and substance in one's own language, that which someone had just spoken in tons. The interpretation of tons, like speaking in tons itself, is given by the Lord, no one understands what he is saying in a ton, so no one could give an interpretation of what he is saying. The interpretation comes from the Lord Jesus himself, just as the, the speaking in tons does. The manifestation of interpretation of tons works just like speaking in tons and prophecy do. The words come from the Lord Jesus to the individual via the gift of the Holy Spirit inside that same person. When a person speaks in tons in a believer's meeting, he should interpret that the people in the meeting may be edified. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 5 says, I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. He who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless he interprets so that the church may be edified. The interpretation of tongues is to be done by the one who just spoke in tongues. Furthermore, because speaking in tongues is praise and prayer to God, the interpretation will also be to God. That is the big difference between prophecy and the interpretation of tongues. Prophecy is a message to the people in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3 while the interpretation of tons is to God or to the Lord Jesus and is but it is also heard or overheard by the congregation so that they are edified by that message well question if the spirit can provide an interpretation why bother with speaking in tons in the first place why not simply skip the ton and go straight to the interpretations so everyone else can be edified and instructed by what is said Paul doesn't answer that question. 
we can only assume that he believed that there was something profoundly important and of value to others to hear the word in tongues, followed by its interpretation. Perhaps it is the supernatural phenomenon itself that he thinks would be uplifting to others, and he doesn't want to miss out on the opportunity to witness this gift and operation. Beyond that, we can only speculate. But let's get into some biblical commentary from Sam Storms on what is the gift of interpretation of tons. This is what Sam Storms says. The gift of interpretation of tons is the spirit-empowered ability to translate a public utterance of tons into the language of the congregation. The word translate is somewhat ambiguous. There is a spectrum from literal translation at one end to the broad summation at the other end whenever the gift of interpretation is exercised. Interpreting a tons utterance might conceivably be a literal word-for-word translation equivalent in length to the utterance in tons. We see this, for example, in the Oval Office of the White House when the Russian president and our sit in conversation and are entirely dependent on the word-for-word literal translation of their comments to the other. In such instances, a paraphrase or generalization could be disastrous. Often, what is said in tons is enigmatic or parabolic or symbolic. This would require the interpreter to explain what was said and unpack its significance, not unlike what an art critic does when she interprets a painting or explains its intent or mood. Perhaps the gift of interpretation gives expression to a looser, more, more fluid rendering that captures the, ensin, the essence or gist of the utterance, but falls well short of a word-for-word rendering. Or it may simply be a paraphrase of what was said. I see no reason to think that the Holy Spirit could enable someone to interpret a ton's utterance, whereas somewhere along this spectrum, there, thus someone might speak in tons at length for 30 seconds to a minute, while the interpretation is brief, 5-15 seconds. It's entirely possible that one interpreter might provide a long, virtually word-for-word translation, while another provides a sum, a summit, summarization of its basic content. In any case, the movement is always from obscurity and unintelligibility of the ton's utterance to clarity and intelligible of the interpretation so that everyone in the church can say amen to what was said. In that way, the entire body is edified. Tons can be a form of prayer or perhaps worship as well as thanksgiving. So if the interpretation must correspond to the utterance, the interpretation will also take the form of prayers praise and expressions of gratitude to God. In other words, if the focus of tons is Godward, so too will the interpretation on which it is based. Thus, this raises the question of whether there is any such thing as a message in tons, i.e. a message directed horizontally to people rather than vertically, vertically to God. Pentecostal and charismatic believers have long assumed that when tons are interpreted, the result is the equivalent of prophecy. However, when a ton is given in public, there is a sense in which the congregation is overhearing the passionate worship or prayers of an individual believer, much like what, what, ha- what happens when we read the Psalms. There are hymns of praise and prayer from a believer or the nation to God. If interpretation is offered, which is not prayer or praise or thanksgiving, we should be cautious without regarding it as a genuine interpretation. So this is something that I experienced growing up, uh, just growing up in my parents would take us to word of faith churches or charismatic churches, like kind of like old country churches, like kind of like 
you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 people in a small congregation. I remember moments of someone in worship standing up and giving an utterance of tons. And I remember someone else giving up and, and giving an interpretation. That's some of my earliest memories, uh, maybe five years old, seven years old, of witnessing this phenomenon. And so the interpretation of tons gift is something that I experienced, I remember experiencing at a very young age of witnessing it. But uh, let's get into 10 things you should know about the spiritual gift of interpretation of tons. Uh, Paul talks about the nine gifts of the Spirit. The last on his list is the interpretation of tons. Later in this chapter, he he again refers to interpretation in his denial that any one gift is granted to all Christians. In his instruction on how believers are to arrive at any particular corporate assembly, he says that whereas one may come with a hymn, another with a word of instruction, another with a revelation from God, another with a ton, he may also come with interpretation. So here are 10 things to keep in mind regarding the interpretation of ton's gift. This is from Sam Storms. Number one, Paul envisions that in any meeting of God's people, upwards of two or three most may speak in tongues in each in turn which is to say not simultaneously but one after the other once they have concluded he insists that someone interpret although the apostle doesn't say so explicitly it may be that he envisions only one person to provide the interpretation of all three utterances in tongues it is entirely possible on the other hand that each utterance in tongues will have its own individual interpreter if no one is present in any particular corporate assembly no one should speak in tongues Number two, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 13, Paul exhorts the person who wishes to speak in tongues in public to pray that he may interpret. There is no indication in what Paul says that the person had had never interpreted an utterance in tongues before. He or she may have, but it's just as likely that this would be their first experience with a spiritual gift. Paul doesn't tell us when the, when the prayer should be uttered. But it seems likely that this should occur before the utterance in tons is given. After all, if there is no interpretation, there should never have been a word in tons in the first place. It seems only reasonable then that the person who was feeling led to speak aloud in tons should first pray for God to grant him or her the interpretation. If God does not respond to such a prayer by giving the interpretation, the person should refrain from speaking in tons altogether. And what we're talking about here is in in a public place. A public corporate worship gathering. Number three, we should never confuse the interpretation of tons with the ability of a person to interpret divine revelation on a broad scale. The person with this gift would not necessarily be extraordinary, capable, or skilled in interpreting biblical texts. There are principles of interpretation in the science we call hermeneutics that are easily learned by anyone who has the time and commitment to study them. But educating oneself in the rules that govern how to make sense, for example of John 3.16, is not what Paul had in mind when he spoke of the gift of interpretation. This gift is the spirit-empowered ability to interpret what is spoken in tons. There is no indication in scripture that someone who has this gift of interpretation of tons would have the same ability to interpret dreams, visions, or other revelatory phenomena. I would say in my own experience though, when I pray in the Spirit, I do tap into the heart of God, which gives me greater access to hearing from His heart revelation of interpretation of some dreams, 
uh, when I'm praying about giving someone a prophetic word, I'll pray in tongues, and usually I get revelation quickly. So there is a balance to that reality. Here's number four out of ten. This gift must be distinguished from the learned ability to translate a foreign language. This is what Sam Storm says. I can translate Greek and a good bit of Hebrew and Latin into English, but this is not what Paul has in view. All of us are familiar with the scenes at the United Nations or international political conferences where translators are employed to interpret speeches for different representatives of various countries. That is an impressive skill, but it is a natural learned human ability. They gain this skill through extensive education and practice. The gift that Paul describes, on the other hand, of interpretation of tongues is supernatural, it's unlearned, and is no less a manifestation of the Holy Spirit than the gift of miracles or prophecy. So, number five, I would define the gift of interpretation as the spirit-empowered ability to understand and communicate an otherwise unintelligible public utterance of tongues for the spiritual benefit of the congregation as a whole. And I'm hesitant to use the word translate to describe this gift, given the fact that this term may lead people to conclude that there will always be a one-for-one or word-for-word rendering of tons utterance into the vernacular of people. But there is a spectrum from literal translation at one end to the broad summation at the other end whenever the gift of interpretation is exercised. Interpreting a ton utterance may take any one of these several forms. Here's number six. Someone with this gift may provide a literal word-for-word rendering that corresponds with every conceivable way to the content of tons. It would appear in the same length and emphasis. If a ton was delivered in what would appear to be a five sentences that last for 45 seconds, so too would the interpretation. But there also may be a somewhat looser, more fluid way of interpreting that captures the, the essence of the utterance in tons. So just like uh, we were talking about earlier, there can be like an interpreting a painting. You just kind of give the essence of what the painting would mean. An art person would do that. Same with interpretation of tons. It can be on that spectrum as well. You know, at other times, here's number seven. At times, something of a commentary is provided in what the interpreter explains. Even like a, they exegete it, the tons utterance. After all, what is said in tons may be kind of mysterious or parabolic or symbolic and it needs a explanation so uh, there there can be a way of interpreting it as well here's number eight the interpretation may be closer to what we call a paraphrase of what the tons utterance means again if you look at in the bible translations there's you know the living bible is a paraphrase compared to the new american standard translation so the latter is an essentially wooden and quite literal rendering of each word as much as possible while the former the new or the living bible is a translator's own effort to bring the original text into the world of the reader in such a way that the latter can make better sense of what the text is saying so i suppose that someone may interpret an utterance in tons by giving us a summation of the gist of what was said here's reason nine There is nothing what Paul says about the gift of interpretation to preclude the possibility that the Holy Spirit might enable someone to interpret a ton's utterance along this spectrum. For example, the the person with the gift of tons might speak for five minutes while the interpreter speaks for only three. There is nothing to prevent 
a single utterance in tongues from being interpreted by two people whose translations differ in terms of length and focus. So there's a diversity of interpreting. And here's reason 10, or 10, to look out for interpretation of tons. It would seem reasonable to conclude that the content of the interpretation would depend entirely on the content of the tons utterance. Therefore, we must ask another question first. What is said when one speaks in tons? The Apostle Paul describes tons as, number one, prayer, number two, praise, and number three, thanksgiving, according to 1 Corinthians 14, 2, 14, 6, and 14, 16. If the interpretation must correspond to the utterance, the former will come in the form of praise, prayer, and expressions of gratitude to God. The interpretation will be a Godward utterance, no less than the tons is the utterance from which is based. So, if an interpretation is offered, which is not in the form of prayerful adoration, you know, we got to just keep in mind that that's not really what the scriptures said. But remember, when Paul prays that, when Paul says that one speaking in tongues is speaking to God and later will contend that uninterpreted tongues is the form of giving thanks to God. So there is substantive content to what is being spoken. When it comes to form uniquely and especially crafted or shaped by the Holy Spirit who is its source, thus the only way that either I or any other human might know what is actually being said is that the same Holy Spirit provides the interpretation. What does it mean when Paul talks about speaking mysteries? Well, there are multiple there are multiple mysteries to which those who speak in tongues give utterance. Thus, the the use of this word means something unintelligible, something incomprehensible, something that is not known to us unless brought into the vernacular by means of the gift of interpretation of tongues. The content of tongue speech remains a mystery to all because it is a species of heavenly language evoked by the Holy Spirit and spoken back exclusively to God. So it's only interpret only the interpretation of tons gifts can help with that. Uh, let's go into just some more about interpretation of tons. The word interpretation translates the Greek word hermeneia, which is from the the, which the English word hermeneutics is derived. It's the science of interpretation. And the Greek word may have several meanings, translation, explanation, or interpretation. The verb form of the word is used several times where it has a meaning translation. And the form hermeneia is found only in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 14 where it is used of the spiritual gift of interpretation of tongues. The basic meaning of the word suggests the more, the more of the idea of explanation or interpretation. It need not be there. The interpretation of utterance of tons may be a literal word-by-word translation rather than the explanation of the meaning. So, let me just go into just one more commentary. Uh, one guy argues that the noun interpretation in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 10 and the verb to interpret in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 5 and 13 refer to the ability to put something otherwise uninformed or unspoken into articulate speech. So he appeals to the use of these terms in the writings of both Philo and Josephus where they denote the capacity to express in words or articulate speech wonders, which had otherwise left the person speechless or able to react 
only emotionally with awe or joy. So Tun says, it's a well up in experiences of wonder and praise that the Holy Spirit releases inhibitions and censors in which reflect the pre-conscious and pre-cognitive yearning signs and building up which evade cognitive objectification and formulation. So these inarticulate longings and the impulses of praise prompted by the Holy Spirit's activity are yet as in a raw, they're in a raw format, and they're in need of communicative, intelligible, and conscious communication. It is the latter that the gift of interpretation supplies the need for this. So there seems to entail the conclusion that no one has a gift of interpretation alone. Rather, some have tons while others have both tons and interpretation. So there's something about praying in tons where there's like, think of it in computer terms, like a raw like zip file that's just spoken out. It's directed towards God. It's a prayer, praise, or thanksgiving. But interpretation of tons is kind of like unzipping that zip file. And it's kind of like you just give like the summation of you're giving a, a quick form so that others can be benefit from it and say yes and amen to what you've just spoken. So, yeah, I mean, I love praying in tons. I love interpretation of tons. In the last few years here at IHOP KC, Hope and I have had the opportunity to participate in what we call prep rooms. Uh, around here, they call it prep rooms. And it's something that uh, Corey Russell has really uh, championed here at IHOP. And the last couple of years, we actually had the opportunity to do these prep rooms with Corey Russell. He's at Upper Rooms in Dallas right now. Uh, but what this is, is we would take 30 minutes of only praying in tons in these side rooms. So at the prayer room at IHOP KC, there's little side rooms that are in the prayer room, but they're just in like, you know, these little side rooms with the door shut, but you can still look out the window at the prayer room. So we would gather, you know, five to 10 people in these little side rooms and we'd all pray in the spirit together for 30 minutes straight. No English, no other prayer, like no other praying in English or our own languages, but only in tons. And I'm telling you guys, something happens when you pray in tons for long periods of time. Something happens. You shift into what's called like the spirit of prayer where there's this deep communion where your heart is fully connected with God. And I want to suggest that you continue to pray in tons for longer periods of time. And I, I really believe that as you pray in tons for 20 minutes with nonstop and only in tons, no English, just keep going in tons. Or if you go for 30 minutes, this is where you start to recognize how the interpretation of tons comes to play in your own life. This is how you find the interpretation of tons activated. Because the more you pray in the Spirit, the more you start to feel how your heart and your spirit rise above your mind and your body. And then when you get to that place, it's hard to describe in English, but you can reach this place where you're able to hear the Lord and hear his heart in ways that you haven't before. And that's when you start to distinguish, oh, this is interpreting of what I'm praying in the spirit. And so that's what my suggestion is to you. Find people that you can pray with in tons for even up 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day and set apart that time to only pray in the spirit for longer periods of time. And you'll be amazed at how this interpretation of tons will be activated more and more in your own life. 
but I hope that this time of descriptions and scriptures and commentaries and even some of my own personal stories were helpful for you when talking about the interpretation of gifts. I hope that you got greater understanding. I'm just going to end this time in prayer. Lord, I thank you for the gift of interpretation of tongues. I thank you that although when we pray in tongues, we it's a mystery to us many times. You love to reveal mysteries. You are the God in heaven who reveals secrets and mysteries. And you make known to us even the lawnings of our heart, the lawnings of our prayers in tongues. And, and for the edification of our own life, but also for the edification of others, that they can say yes and amen to the tons that we pray in public. So God, I ask for greater understanding of interpretation of tons. I ask for even a greater manifestation of this gift in and through our own lives as we go through this. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please give us a rating on iTunes and feel free to share with a friend. Our ministry is made possible through our financial partner team. If you feel stirred to give, you can do so by using the link in our bio.